Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. We are joined now by Lucien Tio, the user education and outreach manager at Google Singapore. And Lucien served in the Singapore government as the chief information officer in the prime minister's office and led the digital communications team in a number of government agencies. Lucien, welcome to Weekend Mornings. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And the Google Safety Center, what is that? Tell us, tell us about what Google's up to. So basically, it's a website, and we put up a lot of security tips to talk about, especially COVID-related scams. And we wanted to warn people that we've seen an uprise in these scams and how they can avoid them. And, and just, Lucian, what are the kind of scams that we're seeing at the moment so people know what they're looking out for? You know, when we first entered into this, uh, all this lockdown, all this uh, circuit breaker stuff, right? Hmm. We were entering to this new world of ordering food. Everything was new. And then the moment we enter into this unfamiliar territory, our vulnerability goes up. So the scams we're seeing are things like impersonations, right? Mm. The scammers pretend to be um, government agencies or the World Health Organization. Some pretend to be charities asking for donations. And because we're in this new world, a lot of the things we're trying to figure out, like what are the rules, what can we do, what can't we do? So you get a lot of misinformation as well. Yeah, we're speaking with Lucien Tio, who is the User Education and Outreach Manager at Google. Lucien, because of COVID-19, do you feel like, of course, people are, are experiencing more organizations coming at them asking for help and donations and things, but but in some ways, is our is our resistance a little bit lower to doing that because everybody wants to help and everybody wants to reach out if they can? Is it, is it also a combination of people wanting to try to do more good as well? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think this is a great time for us to do more good where we can. I mean, there are a lot of people less fortunate than us, and we definitely should do all we can to help them. And sometimes, I mean, when we're solicited for help and advice and all these things, we tend to want to help, and we don't check as much as we should. So when you get these uh, scams coming through, what tips can you give our listeners how they can differentiate a real genuine email from a fake one, a real request from a fake one. What are the tips that we can help to sort of separate the the good from the bad? So the first thing is always we need to know who we're talking to. I mean, a lot of these, um, let's say they come come into either websites, emails, sometimes messages on your phone uh, through instant messaging. And we need to know who we're talking to. So when you verify the contact, so one way is to check is it a familiar phone number? Is it a website that is verified that we know this website belongs to this charity or this organization? Uh, if it's an email coming in, do we, do we check on the email address itself? Is it something familiar? So that's the number one thing. And then it's also very, very important to figure out what they're asking for. So most of the time, scammers will ask for your personal information or your money. I mean, these are the two big things. Mm. And the third part is probably your credibility, like can you share this with your friends? So that's also something that we need to bear, bear in mind. Yeah, when you when you look at that, I mean, so many of the scammers now are, are so good at impersonating major organizations, banks, even governments, right? And sometimes it comes down to maybe just one character or one, you know, uh, suffix on the end of a, of an, a website or a URL. I mean, it can be really, really difficult. Are there... Are there tips in the Google Safety Center to help people recognize what some of those really minor uh, differences can be, but how how dangerous they can be? Sure. So if you head to the Google Safety Center uh, for COVID scams, it's safety.google slash security tips hyphen COVID-19. 
So there we list down the broad categories of scams. We provide tips on how to identify and avoid them. And the one way we do this is we walk the reader to an example of a scam email. So as you scroll down, we'll cover the different components, what it's trying to get out of you and what you need to pay attention to. Oh, very interesting, yeah. Yeah, we're talking with Lucian Chiu, the User Education and Outreach Manager of Google Singapore. Now, Lucian, my wife and daughter would be like many others in Singapore right now. They are using, uh, here's a plug, uh, Google Chat and Google Meet every day. My wife is a teacher and obviously my daughter is in school. And so they are literally using the software every day to speak to their friends, to speak to their teachers in that virtual classroom environment. And as a parent, I am paranoid. I do poke my head around the door frequently to see 15 other heads on my daughter's screen, you know, when she's using Google Meet and Google Chat Hangout. What are some of the tips I, as a parent, can pass on to my daughter or some of the things I should be looking out for when they use this software? I think the first thing we need to do is establish a strong line of communication with our kids. Hmm. So it's really hard to, to tell them, oh, you need to use the computers outside only in places where I can see it because a lot of them want to take their calls in their room, right? Because they're talking to their friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In fact, they have to, just to add to that, they have to take the calls in their rooms because parents are actually advised not to be in the room, you know, because they're trying to have a a private, semi-natural classroom environment. So parents are actively discouraged from being in the room. Yeah. So so if if you tell your child, if any time they feel uncomfortable, they should come to you and talk to you about something. So at least you you open that line of communication. Because we, I mean, to be frank, when they're on, on video chats, they could be talking to their friends and... If they're in the rooms, we don't really know who they're talking with. And so you need to kind of open the communication. Whenever somebody tells them to do something uncomfortable, they need to come to us and ask us for advice and tell us. And in that way, we can address any issues that may be coming up. Uh, that's great advice, Lucien. And and now, you know, as we go forward um, on the uh, on, the safety center, there's everything from privacy links, you know, talking about uh, how to how to change ads and privacy controls, transparency, like you already mentioned, the security tips, the four families area, which talks about parental supervision, family-friendly experiences, tips for families, uh, et cetera. So there's, there's quite a wide range of, of things to do. And, you know, sometimes <clears throat> as parents, it's especially it's hard to kind of keep track, even though we might have some of the parental controls on, it, it can be difficult uh, for example, you know, my son was playing a game the other day and he met somebody on the game and they started talking about one of their common interests, uh, which is uh, DeLorean cars. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, before you know it, they're not exchanging personal information, but, they, but they've established connection, a contact. And so, of course, we're asking all the right questions about, you know, how did you meet this person and, you know, all that. But it can be really challenging, can't it, in this time when uh, everybody in the house basically is online doing something, whether it's school or fun or work or whatever. Are there any other tips that, that you can share with us on, on how to keep, you know, a close, close track on who's doing what and how? So, I mean, we have Google Family Links, which is a free download. You can download for your mobile phones on Android. And uh, it depends on iOS phone that works as well. Basically, you can see how long your child spends on each app. So those things are made available to you. Mm. I mean, the one thing I'll go down and, and talk a little bit more about is for parents to understand that you're preparing your child to make good decisions. You're not controlling your child. Right? So when they're really young, maybe we have very tight controls. We want to know everything they do. As they grow older, there's a pushback. And this is where the friction begins. 
right? They want to be independent. They want to be able to talk to friends. They want to make friends online. And, and we start to panic. Mm-hmm. And so as they grow older, we need to teach them how to make good decisions. So for example, if they say they're talking to a friend, find out what information they're giving out. And then one way is to teach them to break down that information and what actually are you talking about. So for example, if you took photos of your um, sunset from your house, right? I do that a lot. But people are able to extrapolate where you live based on that. Mm. You know, so it's not just the information you give out. How can it be used? And if you put two pieces of information together, does it tell people more about yourself than they're comfortable with? Right. We're talking with Lucian Chiu, the User Education and Outreach Manager of Google Singapore. And just looking further ahead now, Lucian, I think one of the things that's going to change forever after COVID-19 is more people are going to be working from home. I think that's going to become a way of life now. Students are going to spend more time on computers and a virtual reality will end up becoming a greater reality for all of us, I suspect. Bearing that in mind, as we move forward and pretty much live in cyberspace, what are some of the greater challenges that you see in the future? I think we're all facing that right now, right? I mean, we have problems with disconnecting from work. Mm. it's because the work and the home environment are mixed. So you don't know where it ends and where the other one begins. So it's important to take stock of your digital well-being, like how much time you're spending online, what you're doing, how to take breaks for your eyes and stand up from your desk and walk around a little bit, reconnect with people around you rather than just virtual people who are far away from you. All these things I think are important. All right, our thanks to Lucien Tio, User Education and Outreach Manager at Google Singapore. Very much appreciate you coming on Weekend Mornings today. Thank you so much, Glenn Neal. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.